Hello everyone, it is me, Ariston, and welcome back. I hope that you all are doing well and staying warm, especially if you are in a cold state. I want to thank you so much, first and foremost, for just trusting me with giving you information. I don't take it lightly. The people who follow me, who listen to what I have to say, I like to um, just thank you because I think that you know, you have to thank people who are in your corner. And I'm just very appreciative that God has led you to me. And though I haven't spoken to many of you on a, you know, one-on-one basis, I am very grateful and I'm very thankful for you. And um, I just pray that, you know, the content that I'm sharing with you has blessed you. And, you know, I'm always here if you need me, Um, my social media and everything is always listed. You know, we can always um, chat. And so I would love that. I love connecting with people. And if there's anything in particular that you want to hear, just let me know. And I will um, design past podcasts around that subject. So we are going to continue our talking and we um, have been talking about marriage and relationships and love and all of those things. So today we are going to talk about what God has joined together, let no man separate. And so we're talking about marriage and I'm going to be reading from Mark 10. And I'm going to start at verse 6 through 9. But at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. So that's a powerful scripture. Um, Again, that is Mark 10, and that is verses 6 through 9. So this scripture is talking about marriage and is talking about a husband and a wife becoming one flesh. And it's saying what God has joined together, let no one separate. Yet we have all these external forces that attack our marriages. But the Bible is very clear on what it said. Now, first and foremost, we do need to examine. It says, therefore, what God has joined together. Now, some of us are joining ourselves together and God is not in it. And if if that's you, you know, I can't say anything about that. But I know for certain that the people who just absolutely know that they were meant to be together and that God brought them together, that's a different story. Um, Some people, that's just because God, they don't you know, acknowledge that God put them together. That doesn't mean that they don't have healthy, successful relationships and marriages because they do. But I'm just talking about this particular scripture that says what God has joined together, which means that's a a, a supernatural protection. What God has joined together, let no man separate. And so we have to nurture that. You know, if we believe that scripture to be true, which it is, we have to nurture that. We have to understand that when you get married, you are no longer in and of yourself you have a partner you guys are one flesh which means you operate in unity you operate in togetherness and that's very important because some marriages you know one uh the the husband is one way and it's and the wife is another way and they're in two going two separate directions 
but the scripture is very clear on what it says. And so when we come to a point in our marriage that we are experiencing trouble, when there's nothing but turmoil and chaos, and we just can't make sense of it, we have to go back to the scripture that says that we are one flesh and that God has joined us together and we're not going to allow anyone to separate that. And sometimes there are, there's interference in marriages. Um, some people have infidelity issues and they, their eyes get caught by someone else and they indulge in it. And then we have a whole problem. Okay. And so today we are going to focus on praying for our spouse. So maybe your spouse, you're saying that you're the, the you're, you're saying that your spouse is the one in error. Your spouse is saying that you are in error. Well, you blaming him and you blaming her. You guys are not going to get anywhere. Okay. So someone, as I said in the first podcast, someone has to take responsibility for that. And if your spouse is not going to take responsibility for the part that they've played in your situation, then it's your job for the sake of peace, for the sake of what God is doing in your life, for you to take a different stance. Now, I know this is this is hard because you're talking about praying for a spouse who's treating you bad, who's talking disrespectful, a spouse that is not the same person as they were when you got married. A spouse that has did a 360 and you don't even recognize him anymore. And now here I come along telling you to pray for that spouse. Well, you have to remember what you and your spouse had at one point. When you first got married, what drew you together? For some of you, you, you've came together by purpose. For some of you, it was just a love and it was an attraction that just never died. Okay? So you have to remember those good times when you're experiencing the bad, I don't care what relationship you're in, you're going to have a problem. You can think by leaving one spouse to try to get another, it's going to solve a problem. It's not going to solve a problem, especially if you are the problem. Okay. All you're going to do is take your bad habits, your behaviors, your mindsets into another relationship. Now that person may be more tolerant of you for now. Okay. But once they begin to learn you and you get on their nerves, things may change. So don't ever think that, again, the grass is greener on the other side. Now, there are some relationships, marriages, where you have a spouse that you don't even know where they came from. And they're absolutely terrible. Okay. They're they're verbally abusive, physically abusive. That's a different story. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about regular arguments. I'm talking about regular disagreements. I'm talking about the inability to see that your partner is sensitive and that they need a different type of love from you. They need to understand, you need to understand what it means to be a wife to that husband. And husband, you need to understand what it means to be a husband to that wife. Because we all have an ideal of what we should be, but that doesn't mean that it is accurate. I can say all day that my husband likes when I send all these cute little text messages and all these I love you's and all of that. Well, maybe my husband doesn't think that that's nice. He don't like that kind of stuff. My husband has expressed to me that he likes funny memes. I wouldn't have thought in a hundred thousand million years that my husband likes funny memes. 
I think that that's really like, what? You like funny memes? So my husband, uh, ideal of a good time, text message time, is sending funny memes. Well, I don't like that at all because I think it's stupid to send memes that are funny because I'm not a laughy person. However, that's what my husband likes and that's what makes him happy. So does that mean that I keep sending what I want to or does that mean every now and again I can send him those funny memes? Is it going to hurt me to look up a couple funny videos and send it to him? Absolutely not, even though I don't want to. But because I have to learn how to be a wife to him, the kind of wife that he needs, that's what I have to do. And we have to be willing to sacrifice those things for each other. But when you have one spouse who doesn't want to sacrifice, that's where the problem comes in. When you have a spouse that doesn't want to see things differently, but only their way, that's where you have a problem. If you have a spouse that don't care about what you need and your sensitivities, that's where it's a problem. You can't do anything with that. You can't change that man. You can't change that woman. They're stuck in their ways. They're not going to see anything but their side and their side is the truth. And it's either their way or the highway. So what do you do with that? We're going back to the beginning. We're going to be still and know that God is God and that he will be exalted in the nations and he will be exhausted in the earth. Okay. So what do you have to do with all of this? It's time to start praying for that spouse. It's time to take things a notch up because you can't live in this marriage miserable. You can't live in this marriage without a good understanding of how things are going to be. You've tried to talk and set up these meetings and your spouse doesn't want to hear it. And all it does is result in an argument. Stop. Stop doing it because it's not working. So if you've been trying to talk week after week, every time the issue comes up, your spouse wants to ignore it, but it's not resolved in your heart and you still want to talk about it, just stop. Because it's causing more harm than good. But let's fight a different way. Like we talked in the last um, segment. Let's fight with prayer, with the word of God. So you find you a good scripture. This is your instructions for this, this podcast. You find you a good scripture, something that's relevant to Uh, Whatever it is, maybe your husband is committing adultery. Maybe your wife is, um, you know, doing some sinful things. Find you a good scripture that you like. And you write that scripture down. You write their name down. And you write out a prayer. You write out what you want God to do in their life. You want to write all of that down. And it's not anything so much negative. It's a prayer. So you can write the prayer down. And you need to pray that prayer and you need to commit to praying for that spouse. Maybe you only want to pray every other day. Maybe you want to pray once a week. I'm talking about in-depth prayer. I pray every day, several times a day, but everybody is different. Or maybe you just want to pray every day for five minutes. Whatever you do, you have to bring that spouse to the Lord. You have to give this situation over to God because unfortunately there's nothing that you can do about it. There's nothing that you can do to change it. There's nothing that you can do to make them see things your way. This is something that only God can do. Only God can open their eyes and their understanding and allow them to see the damage that they're doing to you. And this battle is not for you. It's for the Lord. 
God doesn't give these heavy battles and things to us for us to carry. We don't even have the knowledge. We don't have the wherewithal. We don't have what it takes to fight these things. This is something for God. But he has equipped us with his word. He has equipped us with prayer so that we can fight the right way. So today I just encourage you to write a prayer out for your spouse. Get you a couple of good scriptures to hang on to and commit that spouse to God. And I believe that once you do that, I know that once you do that, something will change. And in the meantime, you have to hold your peace. You have to be still. Don't participate in any arguments. Just continue to be who you're going to be. Talk like there's nothing wrong. Ask your spouse how their day was, if they need anything. And guys, believe me, I know that this is so difficult. I know that it is. But I'm telling you, your peace of mind is what's important because it is your emotional and mental health that's at stake. All that stress, all that frustration is too much to deal with. And so I just encourage you today to just begin to pray for your spouse. Give those situations over to God and you just continue being still. You be cordial and you just continue to love that spouse no matter what. Sometimes our spouses are dealing with things that they haven't told us. We know that there's an enemy that's all in the mix. Whatever it is, let's let God take care of it because he knows how. So no sarcastic marks, remarks, no rudeness, no snatching or throwing things around or slamming stuff on the table. Don't do that because all you're going to do is make things worse and you're going to undo what God is trying to do. So let's let God handle this because this is a heavy thing. This is a heavy weight. So let's let God handle it because he knows what's what best to do with it. And uh, if you need to talk, I'm here. Let us pray. Father God, I pray for my friend, Lord, who is going through marital difficulties, Lord. Lord, I've been there, so I know exactly what it feels like, Lord. And it's not a very good feeling. So, Father, I just ask, Lord, that you would just give them some solace, Lord, in the midst of all of this, oh God. Lord, I've given them instructions, Lord, to begin to pray for their spouse, Lord. Lord, this is a hard task, Lord. But Lord, this is your command for us to love. And Lord, no matter how difficult it is, oh God, I'm asking Lord that you would just bless them to find it in their heart to just be obedient and do as you said, oh God. Because we know that, Lord, you will turn that situation around. You will change that spouse's heart and their mind. So Father, I just pray that whatever that spouse is doing, oh God, I'm asking Lord that you reveal the wrong, Lord that you will open their eyes, open their minds, Lord, so that they will know what they are doing wrong. Lord, if it's infidelity going on, I ask, Lord, that you will drive a wedge between it, that you will stop it now, that you will expose it now, because we know, Lord, what you can do. So, Father, I'm praying for somebody on today, Lord, that they need strength, oh God, to deal with these things. And so, Father, I just ask, Lord, that you will touch them now in the mighty name of Jesus. Give them the strength that they need to deal with this, Lord. Lord, you have a purpose in all things, Lord. And I'm asking that you will just encourage their heart, Lord, as they submit their spouse to you, oh God. And Lord, we thank you for your stay in power. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for grace. And we ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a blessed week and and be safe. If you would like to know more information about me 
or my signature emotional wellness program, please visit my website at www.loveariston.com. Don't forget to book your complimentary coaching call while you're there. You can also find me on social media, Facebook under Emotional Wellness and Healing with Ariston or Instagram and Twitter at I'm So Ariston. And if you haven't joined my iPop community in pursuit of purpose, you can join today using the discount code PURPOSE14 at www.passionpowerpurpose.org backslash ipop-community backslash. Thank you so much for your support. Be well and heal.